Good morning and welcome to Local Matters. I'm excited to have with me in studio two people that are brand new to the show and uh, been wanting to get them on. And, and uh, Mr. Steve Jones is a Macon County mayor. First time he's been on. He's been mayor for a while there. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Glad you're here. Then I have Wesley Robertson with me. Wesley is a counterpart of mine. He is a county government consultant for CTAS, and he does the North Middle area. We're going to talk about his area later, but uh, never had a coworker in here with me recording. I've asked a couple times, and a couple of them are just not going to do it, but Wesley was gracious enough to come. Of course, he works in Macon County. He works for Steve and the officials there, and just glad to have you all here. Good morning, Wesley. Good morning. Y'all are great people to be here and put up with me, so I appreciate it. Um Steve, I, I know you, but I wanted to get in the background because one of the reasons I do this show is for people to learn about uh, my guests if they don't know them. And so are you a lifelong resident of Macon County? I am. And you were the EMS director for a long time. Yes, I was EMS director. I started EMS in uh, 73, and then uh, I was there about 35 years, but I was EMS director for 27 years. So what, what was the passion about you wanting to be EMS? What made you uh, want to go in that career? Well, I love helping people. I wanted to help people. Uh, of course, I, the excitement of being working in ambulance and being on that flashing red lights and everything was, was exciting. But I well, was always the one that working in the back, working with patients and the rewards. I tell people if I could change my emotional rewards into financial rewards, I'd be a multimillionaire. Yeah, I think I said that too, actually. Um, public service is not easy. No, uh, but it's it is a blessing if you can help somebody. And Red Wesley and I are in that role of public service, working at CTAS. We're helping the public servants. Um, exactly. But so EMS was a good career for you. Um, I guess you got a lot of interesting stories and a lot of things that's happened. But obviously, you wanted something more. And and I, I'll share this. I worked. You know, I worked in Macon County. I guess six years. Um, before there was a transition and, and staff in our area and they, we got we got areas moved around and so i pulled back uh, that's the only county in upper coming i don't have is macon right. county so i have 13 counties uh, wesley you have 13 counties in north middle tennessee we're gonna get to that but uh i served them for six years and i love making County. it's beautiful um it's a nice drive you, i used to lose, lose cell phone services there's better cell phone service now going from carthage to lafayette or is it, it still is. About, okay it it's is. probably improved since i've been i've been telling wesley i'm gonna get up here with him someday just to see y'all. i was gonna say from hartsville to lafayette it ain't much better i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i figured it probably wasn't because that's why you go right from yeah. where you live is through yeah. hartsville so um but it's it's a great county and and EMS, of course, I knew you when you were the director there. You used to be in, in Shelby's office, and we would talk. And I just knew you were a good guy. And, of course, um, you know, we share a mutual friend and, and Randy Porter. Uh, Randy grew up in Macon County. Yes, Randy is uh, – he and I have known each other all of our lives. And of course, Randy, when he got out of high school, he came up here. And uh, I'm disappointed Randy's not here tonight uh, today with us because I'm – I'm supposedly his hero. He that, says that's what he says. Uh, of course, uh, he. I guess you, maybe you're a tad bit older than him, but I think you're one of the reasons he got into emergency services. I believe he did. He came up, and I. I don't know if I'm actually the reason he got into it, but he and I've been doing this together. We've been going to the same meetings since '81. He uh, got into EMS here in Cookville and uh, had a great career. We both have got to do a lot of things that. The people, uh, the young guys want to do. We both were EMS. We both with 911. We both helped establish our 911 system for our counties. Uh, I know he and I both have rode the helicopters, did a lot of transports, uh, worked the rescues, done everything that you could ever ask for in a career in EMS. Now, can you fly a helicopter? 
I can. I have a private pilot's license for an airplane, but not a helicopter. Oh, I didn't know that. Do you fly airplanes on? Uh, some. That must be. Have you ever been in the airplane with him, Wesley? No. I've, I've tried to get him to take me up, but he had no. You I'm won't fly kidding. us to the beach one day? <laughs> Drop us off and come you back and You don't want me to fly you to the beach. <laughs> I get him to tell me flying stories, though, when, whenever I can. Yeah. It's always interesting. That's fun. We might have to talk about that. Um, what EMS, Of course, I know a lot of EMS folks, Steve, and, and they do it because they love to do it. But there, there's sad times. There's happy times. I guess – Continue to help people over ways of sad times, would you say, is why you stay? Is that why you stay in it so long? It is. It is. It's uh, it's an enjoyment uh, to work and take care of people. Um, I have people still today pat me on the back in restaurants or, or meet me in the street and tell me that uh, something uh, that I did for them that, of course, I don't remember. I try to tell all of the, the new ones coming on that to watch what you say in front of people because – when I was out, you say something to a family about medical care, or and they will remember it the rest of their lives. You'll forget it by the time you leave the scene, probably. Right, right. But when someone's uh, having the worst day of their life and you're going to be hopefully the best part of it, they'll remember that forever. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I'm glad, I think that probably should go for everybody, don't you? Try to say good things and right. and not say anything negative. But uh, So, Wesley, we're going to get into your married career in a minute, but I want to get to Wesley. Wesley, uh, you have been at CTAS for 11 years, and uh, before that, what did you do as a career? I've got an accounting degree from MTSU, um, and um, when I got out of school, there was uh, some folks I knew at Murray County uh, Schools, uh, which is in Columbia, Tennessee, and they had an accounting job that came open, and uh, they said, hey, come apply for this job. Uh, when I was in college in, in accounting, I thought uh, governmental accounting was the last thing I thought I'd ever uh, get into. But uh, they talked me into going and applying for that job, got that job, worked at Murray County Schools uh, as an accountant for a year, and then uh, moved on to the State Department of Education and their finance office and uh, did that for uh, several years and then came over to CTAS. Well, we're lucky to have you at CTAS. Um, When we got the uh, word that we were hiring you 11 years ago, uh, of course, I'd been here six years at that time, I guess. Um, We were excited because, and I knew you a little bit from prior meetings and being at things, functions with you, and good guy, but we were excited where we'll have somebody as an expert in education because we we didn't really have that person on staff and for county technical assistance service, that means we're providing services in all areas of counties. And education is a big part of counties. So Wesley does a great job for us. He stays on top of the education legislation. Uh, he's always watching the videos when he has to. And sometimes he does it at night because uh, we're working during the day. And he's keeping us informed on education changes. I mean, he followed, you followed the TISA or TISA, whatever it's called. You followed it closely. Yeah. yeah and that's going to yeah. start next year. Yeah, right? it's going to. Uh, replace the BEP or the basic education program. So, yeah, that would be a new funding formula for K-12 education in Tennessee. At least for the first five years, we think it's going to be a good thing. Now, we don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> have to happen five, six, seven, uh, or four, first four years, I should say. But glad to have Wesley as a, a counterpart and a friend. He is a good friend of mine. And, and, Steve, I've always considered you a friend, even though we aggravate Porter to death. I think right. it's a good tag team. Um so Wesley serves your county. He's a resource for you. When you you got questions, you usually call him. And of course, you got a county attorney too that you can rely right. on. But when you got technical questions, so you're EMS director for 27 years. Um, what made you decide to run for county mayor? 
Well, I'd been around. I've, of course, I went to all as an EMS director. I attended all of the county commission meetings, and I felt that I would like to be in a position that I could help the other departments, help the county work with it. Of course, it is totally different than being, I tell everyone, it's totally different being on the other side of the desk. When I was EMS director, I was wanting to spend money. When I'm county mayor, I'm wanting them to save money. But uh, trying to work with everyone, and I feel like I have a good understanding of of the county system, the way counties operate uh, on that, and just being able to help help everybody else. Well, I think you've moved Macon County along really well. I, I believe one of y'all told me that it's the fastest-growing county in Upper Cumberland. Is that yes. right? Yes. Last census, it was the fastest-growing county. So what's what's attributing to that, y'all think? Of course, a good mayor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> and a good task. There you go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cost of living is probably the number one thing that we hear people moving in, the low taxes. We have a low tax rate. Uh, unfortunately, the impact that we're having with all the people moving into Macon County, it's beginning to put a struggle to our infrastructure as far as schools, justice system, highways, all of that's being affected now by it. And, you know, with that growth, you have to prepare for it. And so we're looking at now having to add some a new elementary school, having to add on. We've been cited for being overstaffed, well, understaffed and over uh, crowded. And so we've got to work on that for a jail. Uh, our highways, we're constantly having to work on those. Yeah, um, you probably get more of the calls than other officials about everything in the county. If they're going to call somebody, they're going to call the mayor because there's a misconception. And we're going to talk about that. There's a misconception about what authority you have. But um, so what are some – and i put you on the spot on this, Steve. But being county mayor now that you're about to start your third term, so congratulations right. on winning your reelection. You were unopposed. Uh, so congratulations on the election yesterday. Thank you. Um, glad you're still around. I know Wesley is. We can't imagine – these good mayors we have, we can't imagine them leaving. I know one day it's going to happen, but glad to have you around. What has been one of your biggest challenges as a mayor so far? Uh, that The you- biggest challenge I have would be water. Yeah. We're in a county that's unique. We've got our local telco, North Central Telephone, uh, has a gigabyte of fiber uh, throughout the county. Every home has access to a gigabyte of fiber. But we still have 290-mile of road that doesn't have public water. So that's a struggle. We never, our county, unfortunately, the forefathers didn't choose to develop a utility water utility district, so we are dependent on each of the cities supplying the water. So we have to work with them. We do have a good working relationship, but we still have several homes in the county that don't have public water. And that's probably the fault calls you get the most, I guess, over water. So you're a general law county financially, but you got a private act. Well, you got a private act financially, but your office, the mayor's office, serves as not only the chief executive officer, the CEO, but you're also the chief financial officer. So everything, like Putnam, all the finances run through you for those fun- other than schools and highway. Everything's coming through you. All the fees that are being turned into the trustee, you you get receipts from that, and you can put your revenue in the software. And so you are the financial person in Macon County. Your office is. Yes, the office is. And do you, you ever see that as a challenge, or you like the way that's set up? Um, I think I would uh, choose to have a finance director, someone that's there that's uh, working with that. But uh, – we work good. I have four ladies in my office. Two of them are accounts payable. One is uh, insurance, payroll, and HR. And then I have my assistant as the budget uh, takes care of the budget. And so we work with that. They all work together. Great, great group of ladies in the office there. 
That's good. I, and I, Wesley brags on your employees all the time how great they are. Uh, Steve, with Steve Jones, Macon County Mayor, and Wesley Robertson, my counterpart at CTAS. We'll be back in just a moment after this break. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with Macon County Mayor Steve Jones and County Government Consultant from CTAS, my counterpart, Wesley Robertson. Uh, always enjoy having Wesley around, and it's the first time he's been on my show. First time anybody from CTAS has been on my show, um, which I'm glad he's here, but he'll probably go back and tell the guys that, uh, some funny stories, which is fine. Um, we're <laughs> talking up on you. Yeah, I know. You have to, uh, especially with everything going on. So talked about the transition to mayor. Uh, it's definitely different sitting on the other side of the desk. You're doing a great job. You're, and since you're the CFO of the county as well, you're responsible for getting all the budgets into your office, you and your staff, consolidating them into the budget book so the budget committee can approve and then eventually the county commission approve the budget. Have you all passed a budget already in Macon County? We have. We just passed it. Right, what kind of highlights do you have in the budget this time? Well, of course, our capital projects. Uh, this past year, we just or we just what we just closed up was uh, we'd had an option on a piece of property for industrial development that we'd been working on for five years roughly because the option would have been up September one. But with uh, doing the due diligence on it, uh, the state of Tennessee and all of the organizations that helped in that project, and I would forget someone, so I'm not going to try to mention them all. But everyone that helped in that, uh, we were able to come up with a piece of industrial property that's located right beside of our current industrial property so rezoning will not should not be a problem uh the piece of property has all of the infrastructure water sewer gas electric has gigabyte of fiber of course to it uh so it's all there ready to go and we just closed on that deal it's 130 acres the state of tennessee helped us with that with a grant a site development grant which was a million dollars City Lafette chose then to come in with us, and so the city and the county are working together. Each paid uh, eight hundred thousand on that piece of property. So we've got the purchase, we've got the deed made out. It's now the county city expansion uh, industrial expansion property. We'll be developing that. The next thing to do is try to get that on a select Tennessee site. Uh, we applied for that last year and were turned down just because we didn't own the property. We asked for an investment grant from TVA, and we also got turned down on that because we didn't own the property. So now that we have purchased the property and do have it, we're going to now go for the certification, uh, state certification, and then try to start developing that property. What kind of industry would you like to see come in there? Do you have a preference, or you just what best fits? Of course, we want a good, clean industry that's coming in, but the main thing is getting jobs. Uh, you know, as mayor and uh, talk mayor uh, Wilmore at City Lafayette, and I've talked about this. 
we've already got one small company that's interested in 20 acres of it. Uh, I think they've got currently 12 employees and want to go to like 40. So smaller industries, 30 to 50 people is what we would look at. Uh, you know, of course, we'd love to have a factory that has 200 employees or more, but uh, working smaller companies, I think, is going to be the fit, especially with the state of Tennessee becoming a, a prime automotive state uh, with industries. I think maybe we can get some spinoffs, some smaller factories for that. That'd be good. It's always positive to have a county and cities working together for a project like this. And Macon, uh, Macon County and City Lafayette are all in. Right. Um, and so it's beside your current park, industrial park, which helps tie that in together, and it's more visible, I guess. And I think, to me, when you have industries coming in, they like to see that. They like to say, oh, well, you've got it. it's working over here. Well, it's going to work over here, too. Right. So I think that's a positive. I think you're doing things right there um, with having that. And so good luck with that. I'm sure it's going to be good for the citizens of Macon County, provide some more jobs. Right. How, I mean, your unemployment rate right now is probably not too high, is it? You probably A lot of people are working, right? I was told the other day there's only like 400 People that doesn't have jobs in Maine. Really? Well, that's that's pretty that good. That was from uh, workforce development folks, and that, they I was just amazed at that. Out of the workforce, uh, the people that are available for workforce, that there was only about four hundred documented that uh, didn't have jobs. And I'm guessing there's job openings in Macon County if those four hundred everywhere. Yeah, uh, it's like like it is here in my area. I think it's the same way you yeah, there, right? statewide. Yeah. Uh, it used to be so. West thing, remember this years ago. The when you go to a county mayor's office, you, what's your number one problem? Well, we don't have enough jobs. Well, now it's opposite. We have enough jobs and don't have enough people or people that are willing to fill them. Right. Uh, so you got job opportunities that are just not being filled, and so that's it's went it's flipped. Uh, it's people people can say, well, it's not a problem to have job openings. Well, you want these industries and these businesses to survive, so if they need help. You know, I was in a restaurant the other day. I had one server serving 20 tables. Bless her heart. You know, it wasn't her fault. But I, I just, she said something about it. I'm like, can they, can y'all hire? She goes, nobody wants to work. Um, so, but it's, that's a good thing for y'all. Um, hope that works out well. Uh, and so, Wesley, I'm going to get back to you right quick. You know, you, you came from education. You mentioned that. What territory at CTAS do you serve? I, I've got northern middle Tennessee, so I work uh, kind of Williamson County and everything north up to the Kentucky border. And so you got 13 counties. 13 counties. Which is what I have. I think you and I have the most. Uh, we have eight consultants like us, and we have a great staff. We. Um, it's funny how – course you're an accountant i'm an accountant so we have accounting skills that we share but i'm no education expert wesley's the education expert uh i'm not even sure i'm an expert at anything <laughs> i just show up to work and answer questions I, I, let me say education funding expert i'm not a i'm not a That's, educator yeah i don't want people calling yeah i don't want people calling you saying what kind of uh, 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 agenda do we have for educating our kids? What's the yeah, curriculum, yeah, yeah. Mr. Robertson? What kind of curriculum? I have no we? opinion on any of yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I shouldn't say you're educated. <laughs> you are an education funding expert, but you you're also policy procedure too. Because well, I'll call you with policy procedure questions all the time, and you you know it. Uh, school board stuff, or what they're allowed to do, and then of course what the director's allowed to do. You're really good at all that, so don't sell yourself short. Um, but you serve Macon County. You've been with Steve for how long now as his consultant? Four or five years, maybe. Yeah, we had uh, Doug Bodery was there before he left CTAS, yep. and then uh, Wesley came in, so we yeah. to get him. We thought we was going to get Ben, but uh, yeah, he chose not to have us. So <laughs> they gave us. Wesley. Well, I did ask, but when then when they said they were going to give give you Wesley, I was good because yeah. Wesley's personable. You can talk to him about anything, and 
uh, he's just related when he's knowledgeable. So it worked out really well. I, but I do miss Megan Kenny. I'm going to come up there with him one day to see y'all. Um, but having him was, I mean, is that a good resource? Having Wesley as a consultant to call? Oh, definitely. Definitely. He's, he probably gets tired of me calling him because anytime I've got a question, I'll call Wesley up and uh, he'll typically give me a text back, call you back in a minute. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, and, you, and, and he is good about getting back, but he, he's knowledgeable. Yeah. And of course, uh, you're supposed to call us. You know, right. that's our job. You're supposed to call us and take calls. Um, I've never seen him. Oh, man, Steve's calling me. I've always said, oh, this is Steve. Oh. i got to take this. So he thinks a lot of you. No, um, it's, it's great to work with. Uh, all the CTAS staff is good. I know I've met several of them. And we've had – being a, a um, private act county, we don't have a finance director, so getting CTAS assistance, and we've had to have it in many different ways up there. And everyone that I've dealt with with CTAS is – class well we appreciate that we do work hard uh we got our orientation program every four years coming up in uh what three weeks wesley three yeah. weeks from today County we'll be officials there orientation program or, yeah, yeah three weeks from today we'll be there and so uh are you going to that steve i know you're not a newly elected official but you're you I'm can try to yeah i think it's i think it's good for incumbents to attend if they can one they get a refresher from mm-hmm. us Maybe think of something different that we went over you hadn't thought about in a while. And two, you get to meet the new mayors, you know, and get to maybe develop a relationship. Because in my experience at CTAS, I have I have seen we're we're I think we're a great resource for county officials. I do and, and department heads. But one of the greatest things I've seen is where officials can get together with other officials and talk and be in uh, be at a conference together and bounce stuff off each other. How's your county doing this? How's your county doing that? And you go back and say, you know what? This county is similar to our size, similar similar to what their operations are. I, maybe we should try this, and you can talk to the commission or whatever. So I think it's always a good good time to get together in a conference. Some, something by state law that we have to do every four years is the orientation program, and they come in and learn what they can do and what they can't do. Um, the differences in a city mayor and a county mayor, which yeah. they're, they're huge. We're going to talk about that uh, next segment. You're exactly right. We're required to do this program. It's probably the toughest week for us in our career over four years, ain't it? We're and we're not saying we're not complaining. It's just it's just tasking to get everything ready. But we're ready and we're excited. Uh, we got one more segment with y'all doing great so far. We'll be back in just a moment here on Local Matters. Ben Rogers with Macon County Mayor Steve Jones and County Government Consultant from CTAS Wesley Robertson. Welcome back. Ben Rogers here in studio on Local Matters with Wesley Robertson, the county government consultant at CTAS, my counterpart in North Middle Tennessee, and Macon County Mayor Steve Jones. First time either one of these has been on. It's been exciting for me to have them. They're good friends of mine and uh, just enjoy talking so far. Mayor, you, you passed the budget. The county commission passed the budget recently. No tax increase. Employees got some raises. Uh, you've got some projects going on. We've heard we're going to talk about another project here at the end of this segment uh, that's that's happening. A Euro- European company's come in. But the budget process is not an easy one, and your office is in charge, as I earlier, uh, as I mentioned, consolidating the budgets and going through that process. I got a quick budget story for you uh, in Macon County. In 2005, the fall of 2005, my uncle, Billy, who was the consultant there, um, took me. That was the first county I went into with him was Macon County. Loved it. Loved the people. I think Mr. Donahoe was the mayor then. So he had been working on their uh, – he always works on their budget, so he started working on the spring uh, got a lot of it done uh, in June. Most of it was done, but he suddenly passed away in the middle of June. So I transitioned to his position from Nashville. I'm in Nashville. They want me to take his territory. Make it. They let me keep making county. I think I got 10 counties right off the bat. So let me keep making, which I was excited. Um, I go up there right after election uh, in August. 
to to make sure the budget's ready to be approved in, at the end of August. I think that was the time frame they wanted to approve it. And get up there, and the budget had been wiped clean from the software. And um, and I asked, I asked the person, what happened? Where's the budget? And they're like, well, they're not retaining me. The new mayor's not. Um, so I just thought I would wipe the budget out. Now, let's remember, Mr. Mr. Donahoe was not running again. He was retiring from politics or from, from county government. And so it's not like he got beat. She just didn't get retained. So she wiped the budget clean. I'm in a panic. We've got a few days to get this ready to send in the newspaper and get it to the commission for, for prior uh, review and all this and get the budget approved by, by August. So I, I just I wasn't mad. I didn't yell. I just said, well, if you want to help me, you can help me. If you don't, I need access to computers so I can get this budget out. got to be done. Luckily, we got it done. It got it passed. So that's one of my making cash stories. The other one was I was in a meeting uh, at a commission meeting. I think it might have been the budget meeting. I don't remember. They passed it. And uh, somebody threatened to hit somebody else over the head with a hammer because <laughs> uh, they didn't agree with them in the room. And I thought, you know what? At this point in time, I got to get out of here. I don't want to be part of any violence. That's just good, healthy debate, man. <laughs> yeah. Wesley, have you ever seen any violent acts in the commission meeting you've been at? No, but I mean, it's... You know, it's you get things heated. happen in in those meetings. Yeah, people are passionate. They are passionate, and um, they um, you know, as long as they're passionate about the right thing, I'm good. If they're passionate about not hurt, helping people, then I I don't want any part of that. But anyway, uh, good budget story there. So we got you talked about the industrial park, um, and we and ARP um, American Rescue Plan funding is something all the counties are getting. What are y'all? What have y'all used that money for, Steve? Well, we put all of our money into capital projects, things that uh, we didn't have the money to do. We put it into those to try to get it, uh, get those one-time uh, things accomplished that you don't typically have funding for on a on a recurring basis. We, uh, of course, have put the money in our eight hundred thousand that we put in on the property went come out of ARP ARP funding. Our uh, we are, of course, our county commissioners unanimously have voted to build a new administrative building that we're going to use ARP funding for that. Uh, we've got 25 employees in the courthouse, which park around the square every day. That has got to where we've outgrown. Basically, with the growth of Macon County, we've outgrown the, the location for the courthouse and the parking. Um, so we're looking at moving that out. We bought 12 acres from the city of Lafayette and going to be moving, uh, building a new building, so we're using our ARP money for that. Um, water lines, of course, is, like I said, is the biggest struggle I have. Uh, we'll be using some funds to do that. We've mentioned working for the city, and I think it's a good thing. Right. Some people don't understand the difference between a city and county mayor. Right. And, Wesley, you have a good spin on it, so I'll let you address that. What's the biggest difference well, between the city and county mayor? City mayor is the, the executive in the city. When we think about federal government structure, you've got the executive, the president, you got Congress, legislative branch, and then you judicial branch, Supreme Court. Well, in city government, there's a mayor, and that there's one executive. In county government, you could have as many as 10 or 12 executives, and not one can tell the other what to do. And probably the general public, doesn't fully understand that. I know I probably didn't fully understand that before I came to CTAS. Uh, most people probably think the county mayor tells the sheriff what to do and tells the highway superintendent what to do, and and uh, they don't. Um, the county mayor will, Steve could probably tell you, get calls about stray dogs and potholes and 
And although you do have animal control, county mayors do, you typically have animal control. You don't have anything to do with potholes, do you, Mayor? <laughs> no, I get calls about them, but I have to refer them. Uh, you know, a mayor doesn't have any, and people will call me thinking that they're going to the top. They can get to me, which I'm all, I'm totally open to the public anytime. If I'm not on a phone call or not meeting with someone, I have an open-door policy. But working uh, with all the other elected officials, they are elected by the people, and they're over their departments. I have no control over the sheriff or the highway superintendent, any of the offices in the courthouse. We have, uh, it's kind of funny, we call it a family meeting. We'll, anything that goes on in the courthouse, I'll typically get with the other elected officials and let them work and help make a decision. Yesterday we had a, had a, had a little family meeting to decide our, our holiday schedule for when we would be closed and try to work together. And everybody is really good to work together with that. But whereas in a, um, the cities, they have ordinances. They pass things. They you typically have to pass their ordinances twice, if not three times. Uh, county projects can be passed in one reading, uh, one resolution, one motion. So there's a lot of difference. And, um, you know, in a city government, your city mayor is over the police chief. I'm not over the sheriff. Right. So it's totally different. Yeah. Ben, I think it's you've told me a funny story about an official that told you a story that somebody running for, was it mayor, and came to them and said, don't worry, I'm going to let you keep all your staff. And (laughs) clearly they didn't understand how things work in county government. Yeah, that's actually going on right now. The person running for mayor went and told another official that – not to worry, I'm not going to fire your staff. And that other official says, you ain't touching my staff. You have no authority. And a lot of a lot of citizens don't understand that dynamic yeah. that, no. you know, you got a, a county clerk's office. The county clerk is the boss of the county, uh, the employees there. And the only person that county clerk answers to is the, the public, uh, the voters. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times in school, we're taught federal structure and maybe a little bit of state structure. But uh, truth be told, if we... Probably, if we were more involved with our local government, we'd get more out of it, maybe. Um, but it's not the uh, flashy thing that's on the news every night that, that we see. So Yeah, it's, you're definitely right about that. Um, some other exciting stuff. that you know, Nestle is no longer in Red Bull and Springs, but somebody else is. What company is there now in that Nestle building? We had a European company that came to the United States. First project that they've got in the United States is called Babynov. They're an organic baby food manufacturer. Uh, Nestle Waters had the plant. It was an FDA-approved facility, so when it went on the market, well, it was uh, quickly taken up by Babynov. They... Uh, Biggest challenges they had during, of course, they came in. They totally redid the building on the inside to to be able to set up the uh, industry that they were going to have in there. And their challenge was about the time they were ready to start up, COVID hit. And being from Europe, their their uh, main management team that was coming over and the people that were coming over to do the setups for the equipment, they were having problems getting those people across the borders and um, being able to get in the United States to be able to fly because of COVID. So that was a big challenge for them. But they're in operation now. They've got 100 employees or a little over 100 and now wanting another 100 and get their lines up. But they don't market a product that actually says Baby Nov. They work for others. They're uh, companies that uh, you would see on the markets in the stores. That's good news, all right? 100 more jobs? It is. It is real good news. It's like – you know, uh, 
we would love to have another plant or two. But Macon County, the geographic area Macon County's in, we don't have a railroad. We don't have a uh, four-lane highway. We do have an airport in the city of Lafayette that a corporate jet can land. So that's I try to plug that in whenever I can. That's good. Um, what else? You got something else coming up events-wise that you're looking at maybe in September? Yes, we have an annual event uh, provided to our local main community hospital and uh, a rotary. Uh, it's called Macon, uh, Macon, Macon Fit. It uh, starts at 8 a.m. on September the 10th at the Macon County Junior High School. So invite everybody to come out to that. It's, uh, it's a healthy-oriented type of uh, activities of walking. They have things for children to do, lots of kids' activities, and then uh, so they have some bike rides uh, and so forth. Yeah, I would encourage those listening. Macon County is a beautiful county. All right, it's uh, progressing. It's got a lot to offer now. There's restaurants, and uh, it's, it's pretty country up there. It's rural, but it's pretty. And then, of course, you said earlier, everybody's got one gigabyte of Internet, and that's unheard of in a rural county. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's a positive for being there. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, make sure everybody goes to uh, Macon County and visit and spend your spend your dollars so they can get some tax dollars in from you <laughs> and keep progressing. No tax increase again on the budget, which is something to be proud of. Um, reappraisal, do you know when that's going to happen? Next year. Next year's reappraisal. So I'm sure your certified rate will drop down to a lower rate as much as y'all are growing. Um, Wesley, right quick before we leave, um, what do you what do you really enjoy about being at CTAS? What's your favorite part? Uh, getting to help local governments uh, do what they do, um, much like what I did at the Department of Education, although we were somewhat regulatory. You come over to CTAS and we get to work hand-in-hand hand with uh, county officials on doing their job and uh, which is going to help citizens in their counties and across the state so uh, th- that is quite rewarding and it's uh, fun too it's something different every day going on not one county in the state is like the other <laughs> no uh, which is a good thing yep. um, and so yeah it's quite rewarding and a lot of fun. Well, I enjoy working with you. Steve, I've enjoyed working with you. Thank you all for being here this morning. It's been great to visit with you. Um, Thank you. Appreciate what you all do. For your, I appreciate what you do for Macon County. Wesley, I appreciate what you do for CTAS and the counties you serve. Folks, hope you have a good weekend. Remember to smile at someone. It's a lot easier to smile. It is a frown. I promise you, make somebody's day. Jake, thank you for being the man as my producer, and we'll see you next week.